0: Welcome to Thought Revolution. This is a show for leaders like you who want to learn how to lead and manage in a way that expands your impact and influence. My name is Chris Nebro and I am the founder of Impact Consultancy and I'm excited to share with you my biggest aha moments and thought-provoking concepts that are designed to free up your time, your team's capacity, and your ability to create impact in the world. Let's go. Hey, welcome to episode 24. This is Chris Nebro, your host, Debonair. <laughs> That's who I am. And this is going to be a podcast episode totally dedicated to personal effectiveness. Um, I've got a brand new course coming out and um, look out for the workshop. In fact, we'll put in a link in the show notes and uh, hopefully you can find it. But I really just want to talk about this because um, it's come up a lot lately. I've run into like three or four people just in the last couple weeks, and I just keep getting this response. They're like, how are you so productive? And I thought, you know what? I'm going to create like a productivity course because that's what people really want to understand. And I've been running into a lot of different clients and leaders, and they're like, how are you getting all this done? And I really started to take a look at my life, and I was thinking, oh my gosh, like I have a lot happening. I've got a consulting practice, which is pretty busy. I've also got a vlog. I've also got a blog. I've also got this podcast that you're listening to right now. Um, I'm also hosting trainings. In addition to that, right? Um, I've got a loving wife, which means that um, we are dating regularly. Like we go out on two to four dates a month, so we're doing a bunch of months. Plus, we're doing a lot of getaways. So I've got all of that. And then I've got kids. I've got these two killer kids, right? And I don't mean like. <laughs> I don't mean, like, that to kill me. I mean, like, they're just fantastic kids. And, um... But life is busy because they've got soccer and swimming and dance and cross country and slime parties and homework with, oh my gosh, I don't even understand how to do math today. Show me your work. I love coaching people and telling that, like, show me how you, but I don't like it when my daughter shows me second grade math and she's like, but I have to show my work because I don't get it. But anyways, like I got all, and then I've got just life, right? Um I got friends I'm keeping up with. I got family. I just was out in Atlanta visiting my sister. Um, you know, I'm going and seeing my, my, um, my mom and sisters down um, here in, in the next county um, later this weekend. Uh, you know, and then you've just got, not to make this horrible transition from family, but you know, you've got life, like laundry and dishes. And oh my God, every night uh, we do family dinner every night i'm saying they have all this going on um i'm creating curriculum and and on top of all that family dinner every single night um from you know five thirty to 6 all four of us sit down and it's just it's awesome and um and i realize you know like i used to have this myth that you know if if you become more successful if you take more things on like you just want to have time and it's just such a lie i think what it's really about is um and that's why I chose not to do productivity because it's really about how you view life and it's uh, your relationship to, to what you're up to. And so it really wasn't a productivity course that I was going to create, um, but something really different, which is I'm excited to talk about and excited to talk about the concepts with you today. And again, like I want to make sure that I, I start by giving a definition and it's just brief, but um, because I thought productivity, you know, like how do I get it all done? Because that's what people want to know. Like how do you do? do all that. Um, and truth be told, I certainly put in more hours, uh, than I used to, uh, you know, I, I'd spent, um, before I launched impact consultancy, I'd spent about 10 years at a, um, a local children's hospital that was on a, a lean or continuous improvement journey. And when I had left, you know, it, it was because I wanted to do something that just spoke to me. I had this mission to give back to community-based organizations and teach them about, um, what was called lean thinking, lean management. Uh, and since then I've expanded, you know, the scope of my, of my business practice. Um, but it was for that reason, and because I couldn't help but think, you know what, I want more time with my family. And and I'm getting that now, but let's just not be kidding ourselves. Um, when If you run a business, if anybody out there runs a business or knows someone who runs business, uh, you're putting in work. And, and I think that's real. So my relationship to time had to change. When I was an employee, it was about clock time. But really today, for me, it's about what I call event time, which is... Um, you know, what are the things that matter most and how much time do they require of me? And, um, you know, I'm going to break this down because I don't think you want to, you know, take on my exact life, but I I know I'm putting in, you know, a good, you know, 60 to 80. And that's, you know, I think pretty generous, um, conservative, but, uh, 80 hours a week, um, you know, doing this, this work. And so, um, it would be a lie to say, Hey, I got a productivity course and you know, here's how you get it all done. You work your butt off and you, you don't sleep. Um, and there are like some of those days where, you know, you're doing that and, um, Uh, At least I'm doing that, and you know, but I'm just super excited and passionate about what I'm doing, so I lose track of time. Which is that that a that's powerful. B that's not the advice I'm going to give you. I'm not going to tell you you know what you got to do is just get super passionate about it and then never sleep. That that's not it. But um, I just want to make sure that there's a disclaimer out there, like um, that when you're up to big things, sometimes in your life, you know, you're going to have to have um, your actions meet that that ambition. Like that's just how it works. Um, That being said. I definitely want to make a distinction. And the reason that I'm choosing, you know, effectiveness and, and effectivity because they're different. So, in my mind, and you might have different definitions, but in my mind, productivity is really all about how much you can get done over time. So, you know, we talk about it this way How much did I get done today? How much did I get done this week? What did I even do today? And that's most of our mindsets. It's, bi- it's, it's in the realm of action, it's, it's focused on doing. Effectivity is different. It's what do I need to accomplish? Over time, So the focus there is on impact. What impact did I have today? What did I accomplish today? Um, and it's a different realm. It's not the realm of action, which is really important. It's the realm of, of goals and vision. So am I really clear about um, the purpose that I'm up to? Two different realms. You can toggle between both. Um, but what's I think most important is being conscious that they exist and then choosing where to be. Because when you're up to big stuff or when you're trying to um, take on something that matters to you and it's going to require more of your um, time and attention, then you really need to understand these differences and then um, be able to, to use them um, in a way that allows you to be more impactful. So that's what we're going to be talking about. And choosing is super important, just as a concept, because you know I don't know about you, but like I'm really used to you know having certain mindsets, just habituated. And um, and again, like as you're thinking about this, and whether it's creating like effectiveness within you know your world today, um, or if you're trying to up your game and, and do something more, like you know I'm going to talk about mindsets for a moment, but I have to say and we're not going to go deep into it right now, but whatever i put out here you know you have to have some connection to purpose uh, as especially as it relates to different areas in your life whether that's family or work or or your work team or health or finances or spirituality like you have to have some connection to purpose i don't mean you have to like have some deep you know thought out like mission statement but like um you have to really be thinking about what the purpose is for uh uh, your connection to that area. If you don't have purpose, you don't have a goal. It really doesn't matter. And then you're going to get lost with all of this anyway. So that's just kind of a, a, a preface. But with that, you know, what comes are mindsets. And I feel like most of us have had these at some point in time. I know that these are pretty normal for me. Um, and so I have some mindsets like, um, Oh gosh, Oh, not enough time. Like there just isn't enough time. I have too much to do. I can't get it all done. Um, those things come up over and over and over again, like an old tape. My, my daughter was like, what's a tape? I saw like, we were in target the other day and we were walking through and they had like this Fisher price stuff. And it was an, it was an old school. I say old school, it depends on what your age is. I was born in 75. So to me, you know, a tape deck is old school because I had grown up right, right at the tail end of records. Um, but we were looking at this Fisher price tape deck and I was like, oh man, look at the tape deck. She was like, what's a tape? And I'm like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Because she's barely grown up with CDs, right? She's grown up with MP3. Anyways, um, so if you don't know what a tape deck, an MP3, if you know, if you're one of my, like, you know, five-year-old listeners, oh my gosh, I hope there isn't a five-year-old listener out there, but, you know, um, but this is playing for us, you know, over and over and over again in our heads, Right. You know, there's not enough time, too much to do. I can't get it all done. And these aren't just mindsets, um, you know, sets that are playing inside of our mind over and over and over again. They create a state for us, right? They create an emotion around that. Um, and then what do we do? We make unconscious choices because we don't have a game plan. We don't have a framework that we operate from. And what ends up happening to us because of our relationship that we have between these mindsets and times is we can often feel like unsuccessful or overburdened, or we have all this anxiety, Yeah, you know? and and it just gets us us and so what i what i posit what's worked for me and what i'm introducing here um, as the thought of the week are a different set of mindsets for you to consider so instead of i don't have enough time too much to do can't get it all done right and just you're gonna have to notice when those pop up because if you don't notice that those are there it's going to be hard to counteract them and you're going to want to make sure that you're really thinking about how to introduce this new way of thinking consciously i don't Think about new phrases um, as mindsets because oftentimes people say mindset, you know, when I I see mindsets, people, you know, have like these these small statements, um, you know, like to counteract too much to do. There's there's plenty of time. Uh, I have more time than I need. Focus on the present. That's great. I'm not poo-pooing that. Like I don't want to poop on any of like those concepts. I just they just haven't worked for me uh i grew up i think i might have mentioned in earlier podcasts like i grew up with a mom who was big into self-help um not because she needed it but maybe she did she had four of us and my dad was always traveling so i don't know how she did it but um but because that she was just driven right she was driven to do some stuff in the world uh based on you know where she'd come from and um i just it just never worked for me i i remember like do you remember when they had those like uh those tape—again, I'm going back to cassette tapes—and uh, they had, like, subliminal messages, and the subliminal messages were supposed to do—my mom had gotten, like, some kind—it wasn't a Tony Robbins scene, but some kind of, like, subliminal message tape deck set, and I remember I took it from my mom. I'm like, oh, I want to know what this is, and it was, like, the sound of waves in the beach. It was like, ka Caca! And I remember the background was supposed to be like subliminal messages that are supposed to give you energy and rejuvenation and I was like I want this um, now I don't know what kind of like 13 14 year old needs that but turned out little known fact I had a dog growing up who slept in the bed with me I didn't find out I was allergic to dogs until I was 22 um, so I was always sick And so I always had these bags under my eyes. My mom didn't know what was wrong with me. And she would take me to the doctor. And she's like, what is wrong with you, Chris? Do you have the AIDS? And I'm like, I don't have AIDS, mom. Um, Something else is going on with me. So anyways, so I was like, I'm going to try these tapes. I swear to you, I did not have any energy. Well, uh, now I know why, right? The dog is sleeping next to me. But I remember like, I just got more tired listening to that. I mean, who doesn't love white noise? (laughs) Fall asleep. I had these like I would get more tired because I'd have these nightmares and I wake up. I was pretty sure I was like on a beach and like a tsunami was coming and swallowing me up. So um, I don't know how I. Go- oh, I got on this topic because I'm talking about like message. It doesn't work for me, and maybe it works for you. And if it does, go with it. But here's what I found is more effective. And actually, there's research that um, backs up why this works for me. There's great research out there. Rather than like when I think about mindsets, rather than having like a statement, I have questions. So I'm asking myself questions all the time. And this is actually great research that's been done um, to back this up because we tend to, if we ask ourselves questions or if we're asked a question, our mind is triggered in a really different way. And we begin to come up with um, answers and responses. And so we have left brain, right brain, which is totally different than like just habitual rote, which is pretty cool to know. So instead of not enough time, too much to do, can't get it done, like I just Those are defaults for most of us. The question I ask myself is, what is my relationship to time? Like, that's the very first question I ask myself constantly. I'm asking myself that when I wake up in the morning. I probably sometimes on a really busy day ask myself that question like (laughs) 80 times in an hour. What's my relationship to time? And it just loosens things up for me. Instead of there isn't enough time, it's I'm reframing it. Uh, What is my relationship to time? Um, You know, what's the time that matters to me? The second question I ask because usually... In, in my world anyways, if I don't think there's enough time, I feel like there's too much to do and I won't get it all done, right? Like that's just how it shows up for me. So then the, the mindset around task for me. So time is what's my relationship to time, right? Okay. I can take one I, and my response is whatever. I can take one minute and get grounded on what I need to do. I've got five minutes to get this done. Five minutes is a ton of time, right? Whatever that is. Um, my second question is what is the most important thing I can do? Right, right now. So that's task. I don't ask it in this order, but I just want you to hear what the questions are around the mindset. And I have these questions, by the way, it's like for a long, the longest time I had these questions posted everywhere. I had them post- posted in my bedroom, in my bathroom, in my office, um, on my, I, I like taped it to the back of my phone since I was always, like, cause I wanted these questions to just show up for me. I was creating a brand new habit. Um, and so I, I just needed to see these. So What's the most important thing I can be doing? And then blank, like right now. Those two questions are great jiggles because then like it jiggles my brain to be thinking about like, what's the most important? I'm constantly trying to figure out, you know, what matters most is going to create the best result for me. But here's a question that I typically start with, to be honest with you. And it's interesting that I gave them backwards to you, but I, I'm just coming from like when you're in the state, you're really like, oh, how do I get out of the state? Right. Oh, well, what's my relationship to time right now? What's the most important thing I can do? That's task. First one is time. The last one's outcome. And so the question I ask myself is, what do I expect to accomplish? Blank. So when I start my day, what, is I, what do I expect to accomplish today? Um, when I start my next hour, like what is it that I want to accomplish this hour? When I start a family dinner, what do I want to accomplish at this family dinner? When I'm at a soccer practice because I'm coaching my daughter's soccer practice, what is it that I want to accomplish um, in the soccer practice? Um, when I'm with my, my family, when I'm on the plane ride to go see my family, you know, I'm constantly asking myself, like the biggie, the macro is what do I want to accomplish today or this week. And then the micro is what I want to accomplish this hour. Great. What's the most important thing I need to be doing? Okay. what's my relationship to time, right? I've got plenty of time or I don't have enough time because when I, it's okay that if I don't have enough time to finish the most important things. Great. Then how do I reprioritize the most important things? We're going to get more into the tactics, but it's the mindset that starts. I have a game plan for my mindset, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And they're driven around three questions that leave me with so much more latitude to nurture my way of being, which is huge when you are a leader, whether you're a leader of your home, your family, your brother, your sister, or your team, your organization, that matters. Because here's what we know. We know that the number of tasks that you have to do, like the number of things you have to do and handle, they're never going to change. They're never going to go away, right? It's really up to you to transform, not what you have to do and the time you have to do it, but your relationship to time. Like that's where you have power, believe it or not. All of the productivity stuff is awesome. It's super awesome. That's in the realm of like action. Like what am I going to do? But in the realm of effectiveness, your your greatest weapon is your relationship to time, because I mean I mean you're, you're gonna have too much to do. You always will. You got to mow the lawn. You got to trim the lawn. You got to cut the flowers. You got to read the mail. You got to look at your magazines. you you got to do the dishes. You got to make time to spend with connection time with your wife. You got to you know spend time with your kids. You've got to pay attention to your career. You've got to make sure that your um, uh, retirement is looking good. You've got to you know make sure that you um, you know blah blah blah. It just keeps going. There's there's two many things. You won't get it all done and so it's overwhelming. So it's really about a relationship to time. And, and by the way, we all operate from this place. We just don't know it. And when we bump up against it and we're frustrated by what we're trying to accomplish, that's when we notice it. So um, I'm just trying to make it conscious for you. And then I'm trying to create a framework to begin to give you an opportunity to create a new mindset as you have a relationship um, to your time, because this is where it's going to play itself out in whatever realm of activity we're talking about. So um, eventually here, we're going to talk about effectiveness as it relates to goals and success, but it could also be your effectiveness when it comes to you know staying one-on-one and present with somebody and having a certain kind of conversation. But I think that's really important. When you are able to adopt these mindsets, when you move from not enough time, I have too much to do, I can't get it all done, and you move into... What do I expect to accomplish? What is the most important thing that I need to do right now then? And what's my relationship to time? You have an opportunity to move from feeling unsuccessful, overburdened, and full of anxiety to maybe feeling accomplished, having the freedom now to focus on what matters and really gaining peace of mind. And that's that's what I'm experiencing, which is weird. I'm doing way more today. My life feels way more bigger. I'm accomplishing very um, very more I'm accomplishing more than I, I, I used to. And you would think that like I would be a nervous wreck. Uh and yet uh these these frames keep me grounded. Now, we're gonna get more into not in this podcast, the tools, like how to, you know. The, the tools to get there, but there are success habits and those success habits really start with this mindset. So if you're, if you're a manager, if you're new, if you're new manager, you're emerging leader, um, you, you've got to start with that framework because it changes your way of being right. And let's just be really honest about things. And, um, this quote, like, is just so true. Life doesn't get any easier. You get stronger. And I think that's, that's the whole crux of things. And when it comes to personal effectivity, My way of thinking about life doesn't get any easier. You get stronger is you start to focus on moving what matters. Boom, the end, right? Okay, so how does this work? What I'm going to offer here is an opportunity to practice a routine. Um, And so that first realm is really about getting into the mindset. You're going to want to keep that mindset. Those mindsets aren't one and done. Like you, I'll, I'll put a link to those questions that are all part of this. Download them, like put them everywhere like you're gonna be constantly refreshing your brain around those things. But here's what I want you to do now to move into the realm of action because effectiveness and production they go together. Um, so, What I want you to do is, is, and and again, there's going to be a link here. I want you to download it. This is going to make a huge difference for you. I want you to try it this week and tell me what difference it makes for you. I want you to choose one area of your life, and again, I'll give you a worksheet for this, Um, and I'll I'll speak it out right now. So choose an area in your life. It could be work. It could be career. It could be spirituality. um, It could be, you know, friends. It could be health. It could be family it could be personal, like, you know, self-time. It could be, you know, love, like the love of your life, like whatever that is. I want you to choose one area. Now, I want you to come up with one to three things you want to accomplish in that area this week. And so I'm going to make sure that you max out, you know, more than three, three is a ton. You might say, you know what, I got one thing or one to three things in each one of those areas. Like, that's awesome. You do not have permission to do that because that's what we do already. Um, we just haven't mastered that. That's, that's hard. That talk about self mastery. I know that you can get to a place where you're able to accomplish, you know, one to three things in all those areas. But I just listed out like eight areas, and so you have no business trying to accomplish twenty-four things. That's why we get in the trouble that we do, and we end up, you know, over-indexed. I just want you to choose one area, one to three things. And, and if you're, you know, maximizer, fine, choose three, but no more than three. What are the three outcomes that you want to advance um, and that you want to achieve? If they're connected to goals you've already got, great, you know, do it. Um, I know my wife, she's training for a marathon, so she'll, she's not going to do this. <laughs> she's not going to take on this challenge, but because she does listen. Hey, baby, I know she listened to the podcast. She's one of my listeners. I can always count on, you know, if I get one listen a week, which I get, more, if I get one listen, it's, it's going to be her. But, um. You know, she's got a long-term goal. So it could be something she's trying to accomplish this week, right? Like the number of miles she's trying to get in or a, a time she's trying to get in. Um, if it's at work, it could be, you know, like I want to complete team evaluations. Um, if it's at home, it's, you know, I want to spend four hours connecting with my daughter. You know, whatever that is, like try not to get too vague. You know, like I need to complete my team evals. I have five to do. Like I, vague would be I want to spend time connecting with my wife or daughter. Like that's, that's too vague right? Like, that's not an outcome. Um, connection, is, connection is an impact, but, the, you know, to be able to really understand the outcome of it, you know, you got to be able to say, like, how much time connecting or, like, what happens as a result of the outcome. You know, we, we laughed, like, until my belly hurt, whatever that looks like, right? And then create the opportunity to laugh so hard that your belly actually hurts. Like, that's how this works. But you hear what I'm saying. I think sometimes people say, like, uh, you know, it's too rigid for me. Like, I just live my life, man. Fine. Live your life, But if there's something that you really want to more get, you want to get more effective at, especially when you're juggling lots of balls. And so I, I really do like a lot of my listeners are managers. They're new managers. They're emerging leaders. They're high performing leaders. They're high performing leaders, um, that are trying to turn around low performing teams. Like this is the ball game. This is how it works. And some of us operate from this place naturally. And if you do awesome. And if you don't, and you want to teach other people how to be high performing, this is how you do it. So I want you to choose one area one to three things you want to accomplish this week. And then, um, I want you to take a look at your week, look at that, you know, Monday through Sunday. And then I want you to list out what you must accomplish across the week, you know, whether it's each day or not. So if you're trying to complete all of your team evaluations and you have five, then list them out. Like I want to accomplish two on Monday, one on Wednesday and two on Friday. That's how we start to do it. Now, I know some folks are like, well, I already put stuff on my calendar. Um, I, 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 I I want you to. It's kind of a different framework um, where you're coming from. What do I need to accomplish, and not what do I need to get done? So I need to accomplish, you know, having two written by the end of Monday. Then you start to jump into like, what is it that I actually need to do? Um, If I want to connect, you know, with my daughter for four hours across a a week, like, well, where am I going to spend that time? I'm going to spend time with her, you know, connecting and and. Spending time with her, like at breakfast here, or at soccer here, or I might do like a, a you know, a daddy-daughter date here, um, or you know what? Like I don't have as much time as I usually do because you know you have to be relevant to your life. So I'm gonna send her a couple texts this week just to let her know that I'm thinking about her. Like that's how this works. You're just being conscious. That's all you're doing. Like this is your relationship to time. So if that's your relationship to time, you really have to come back and ask yourself. Um, you know, like those key questions, which is, you know, what is it do I expect to accomplish? What matters to me? Then what's the most important thing I can do? And if the most important thing I can do is send her a text, because my relationship to time is I've got enough time to send a text, you know, with a little picture of me, like with my thumbs up saying, you know, I love you. That's awesome. And if you have time to actually like go to ice cream, that's awesome. And if you have time to actually go to a movie, that's Awesome. Right. Like and up and up and every week and every day is going to be different. You're just clear about what you need to accomplish because here's what's going to happen for us. You know, when you're clear about what you need to accomplish, then you start to create your plan and your plan eventually becomes your tasks. But before you get to your plan, what do I need to accomplish this week? Then what do I need to accomplish each specific day? Right. We usually skip that part and then you get into your plan because what's going to happen is you're going to begin to adjust other plans or you're going to adjust your outcome. That is really important. I'm going to say it again. You're going to begin to adjust other plans or you're going to adjust your outcome. And you're going to be adjusting it daily. And you're going to be continuously asking yourself those questions, right? So what's my relationship to time? What's the most important thing I can do and what do I expect to accomplish? And this is totally different from just doing things. We have some vague outcome. Like most of us don't even know what our outcome is. We just know what we need to do. So everything's important because the reality is when you're at work, like there's so much urgency that comes up our way that we think everything matters. And so we haven't taken responsibility for what matters to us, to you. You only take responsibility for what matters around you or to other people. That's not bad but your heroism isn't really serving anybody. If you're putting the oxygen mask on that person next to you before you put it on yourself, guess what? Yeah, you're going to pass out. And then I got to put it on for you. I'm just kidding. We're never going to be on a plane. That's never going to happen. I'm just like going to rebuke that right now. But with that, like... You don't know, like, you won't know what to do. So everything's going to feel important, and it's going to be hard to know what's most important. And then you're not going to feel like you have the time that's needed to get done what you really want to do because you haven't decided what's the most important thing to do. And then you're going to have these unconscious choices about what you think is most important. You have to take responsibility for your time. And that means adjusting other plans and delegating, right? That's what effectivity is about. You're always always going to have to prioritize some things over others so the name of the game is what is most important moving what matters most especially moving the things that leave you feeling accomplished right so it always comes back to that mindset the mindset of like what is it that i really want to accomplish so what's an area what do i want to accomplish what's the most important thing i can do and what's my relationship to time and then from there there's just a constant game of adjustment I didn't say that you would get it all done, and I didn't say that um, you know, you're going to be a wizard at this. I didn't say that you're going to get you know, more done in less time. Like You're just going to get done what matters. You're going to really get clear you know, what matters. And the name of this game in, in terms of effectiveness is in part, some people say knowing what to say no to, which I think is, is super true. But for me, um, you know, it's, it's knowing what to say yes to. It's knowing where to spend your time. And you are going to get it right, and you are going to get it wrong at times. Um, but you know, it's about it's about really being clear about that, and so this practice helps you get more clear. Now, I've had a business now for three years. Believe me, I have more work to do, and believe me, um, I am a um, hundred times more practiced at this than I was three years ago, um, and I am a hundred times more practiced. Um, or I was a hundred times more practice three years ago than I was, you know, the prior three years because of the, you know, um, level of consultancy that I was offering when I was working somewhere. Like it just, it's, gro- but it has to be growth. Like, you know, the, the people around you are going to grow the extent that you do. So this is always about growth. So there you have it. I want you to try that out. And um, tell me what you think. Now we're gonna just talk more about personal effectivity over the next few weeks. But like, I'm really, I'm really excited. Like, I wish that there was like a way for you to leave me comments. Um, I'm gonna leave you my email link in the show notes. Email me. Tell me what difference it makes. Okay. Well, that's our show for today. That's the thought for the week. This is Thought Revolution. We're trying to revolutionize, you know, our world. We're trying to make a difference because that's what we do. We wake up every day trying to make a difference. I think. I think that's what we're doing. And instead, what we're trying to do is, is give you the opportunity to spend more of your time making a difference instead of making things work. Um, because you know what? Like, you know, we, you know, they say you only got one. you like, no way. You only die once. You live every day every single day. And so I just want you to maximize that because if you maximize your presence as a leader, especially as a leader, you know, in the organization that you're at, then, you know, I feel like I have a better shot at knowing that, that my little boy and my little girl have a better world that they're going to be living in. So with that, I'm going to be coming to you guys next week. I'm excited about it. Take care.